Welcome back to 2022. We are back, ladies and gentlemen, to 2022, home of Bumper We're to Bumper. We, uh, we, we took a month off, and we didn't even say goodbye. We just uh, we, we made it sound like we were coming back for a Christmas episode. And we didn't. But, you know, no, we didn't. Um, we were, why is that, Chris? We were traveling. Life got hectic. Um, we were, you know, we were all over the place. Santa Claus was coming to town. 2021 was on its way out. 2022 was on its way in. And 2022 was on its way in, and on its way into my body was COVID. Oh, man. I got COVID. I know. You told me yesterday before we did the pod. How are you feeling, man? Well, I don't, I don't, I don't currently have COVID, but I'm still testing positive with a PCR test because apparently it sees the dead yeah. viruses in your bloodstream. But I got COVID uh, New Year's Eve um, after dodging it for, for many months, finally came into my body and uh, took me out, took me downtown, downtown. I didn't go downtown. I was just at home. And, uh, <laughs> you cook, I, cooking uh, yourself chicken noodle soup. Were you able I to, made, what? Did you, were you able to watch movies when you were sick? No, I didn't want to watch anything. I didn't want to do anything. Mm-hmm. I, I would, you know, I'm addicted to my phone, so I would go on my phone and, uh, but then that would, the, okay, so there's some symptoms with this Omicron, Omicron uh, that a lot of people uh, get, similar symptoms. Uh, you get this pain in your eyes, like the back of your eyes. Uh, so after I, w- I would look at my phone for a while, and I, would, I couldn't look at it because I would be in pain. Really? Uh, you'd have a, yeah, I'd have a, thro- I'd have a throbbing headache that would kind of go away if I took some Advil. But the thing is, I was taking like a shit ton of Advil, and you're not supposed to do a lot of Advil because it's bad for your liver. So, you know, I would only take six pills a day, and then I would have to suffer, uh, you know, through that. And then I was getting the the cold chills, the fever, uh, you know, yeah. muscle soreness. Yeah. It was, a, it was a shitty experience for about four days, and then I got better, started making chicken noodle soup, probably lost about 10 pounds. So I, you know, was able to do that uh, New Year's resolution of losing weight by getting COVID. And, uh, you know, I was talking to my um, reps over at Stink and they, they're very excited that I got it. And I was like, why are you excited? They said, well, you don't have to test now for 90 days. So, so why, why, job, why is that? Um, do you just show, the, do you, do you show them like your... I have to, I have to get a doctor's note and... Um, from my doctor, so uh-huh. I gotta hit him up, and then Who's your he d- will give my doc. It's a don't worry about it. Don't worry about who my doctor is. That's that's I'm protected by HIPAA. Okay, okay. I disclose what I want to talk about <laughs> when it comes to my medical history. But anyway, I'm gonna talk to my doctor. Uh, he's a good guy. He's a very obese man, my doctor. I don't think he whoa, listens to this whoa, podcast. Whoa, 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 Well, I mean, that's, it's, 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 it's a little che- weird. Have be- you ever checked your BMI? You might be obese, too. I'm not the one that's a doctor, Chris. I'm a fucking private person, and I do a podcast with you. But, you know, when I look at a doctor and he's looking a little chunky, I'm like, huh, I'm going to take everything you say with a grain of salt. I'm going to put that salt into a big little burrito, and I'm going to eat it. <laughs> But you might be obese too. Like I'm obese by on, on a BMI chart. I'm I'm obese. Uh, uh, we're not talking about us. This man was my <laughs> doctor. My doctor is just trying my to stay, is large. If you're gonna he's throw, la- he's large. You're gonna throw glass. You know, if you're gonna throw glass rocks in a rock house, but I'm not a the glass rocks I'm are gonna not, break. 
you know i'm not a doc i'm not a doctor that's my point i'm saying there's Good, a little yeah. bit of a thing when my doctor is giving me health advice and he looks like he's not taking his own advice it makes me it makes it a little difficult for me to take him completely seriously that's my point in saying right. that right right you know so but anyway uh i'm going to i'm going to hit him up and he's going to give me a note apparently yeah you don't need a test for 90 days because well it's a good thing you've got this large doctor because he's going to be able to help you out uh hopefully he does he had me piss into a jug about uh two months ago he said look you got a little bit of protein in your piss so i want to run a couple more tests you're gonna have to piss a gallon of your piss for a day i said that's a lot of a piss gallon of- and he goes yeah so he gave me a i got to get this gallon jug i pissed in a thing for 24 hours i'm so glad we're back by the way everybody i brought i brought I'm the so i brought the back <laughs> I brought the piss to the lab, and I haven't heard a thing since. And it's like, and he had me taking. He's like, I want you to get a blood pressure cuff, and you're going to be taking your blood pressure every day for four weeks. I'm doing that too. I had to too. do homework at the end of 2021. Yeah. You know? Yeah, you did. So I don't. I think I think he forgot who I am or what's going on. He's actually a very funny doctor. Like whenever I see him, he's always cracking jokes. So he's he's very so wait, large what, what, what and you, he's cracking what, jokes. What do you like? You like this guy or not like this guy? I mean, I like him as a guy, but as a doctor, I don't know if I'm going to totally listen to what he says. You know, he uh, he gave me a note, you know, because I got a checkup, and he goes, "I want you to go see this eye doctor. Make sure you know." Didn't give me an explanation of why I needed to see an eye doctor. I go to this other doctor, this eye doctor, the optometrist. They're checking out my eyes, and they fleece me. They fleeced me for two hundred and fifty dollars. He sent me a bill saying he owes two fifty, and I haven't paid it. I'm not going to pay it. Why not? Because my eyes, because I felt like I was fleeced. You know, if I go to the doctor and I sit down and they go, you know what? By the way, Rick, you're gonna have to spend a little bit of money because we're not gonna cover everything or uh-huh. your deductible. Then I'll be like, cool, I know, because I've gone to different doctors. I, I, by the way, I'm healthy. I'm just getting all this. Well, you're uh, not. You have, have you, have, you have COVID in you. You're- well, I had COVID. Past tense. Past tense. It's gone. It's not in my body anymore. You know, I've got, uh, I've got, I got dead well, cells running around inside my bloodstream. I got to tell you something. There's oh, a little bit of, there's a residual in there. Of what? There's, there's something still like, I don't have symptoms, but I feel like it would be like you take a pan, a cast iron and you get it really hot and you make your food, you make your potatoes, your eggs, your bacon, and then you, uh, you eat your meal you go touch that pan. That pan's a little hot still. That pan's a little hot. <laughs> so, so you said, you're trying to tell me that you got lukewarm symptoms left over right now. There's no symptoms. It's hard to explain. I think, see, we're doing a remote podcast right now because you don't want to get it. But I think you should come over and you should fucking get it. You should let me spit in your mouth. No, I, see, you, I, was, you thinking, this, I was thinking about it. Everybody's getting it. I was thinking about it, though. It's coming for you, baby. I go on auditions nowadays, and they want to know all the time if you've seen someone or if you've been around someone, and I just it's don't want to lie. You don't have to tell them of it. You don't have to tell them all that stuff. Look, man. You don't have to tell them. I don't look. I'm just I'm telling everybody on this pod that you know I'm not a big fan of lying, so I want. No, I know you're not a fan of lying. I just I'm looking out for you, and I'm saying January is typically a slow month in Hollywood. You should come <laughs> over. Get COVID, get it done. Because you don't want to get COVID in March when things are picking up and you're booking things left and right. 
Look, and then now you got it, and you'd be like, "I should have listened to my. Fr- I should have let Rick spit in my mouth look, back in or, January." Or I could try my best to not get it now or in March. So you know, that's that's okay. kind of that's okay. that's my mo. If I uh, like happenstance, that's, it hey, happens to you optimism. know creep around the corner. Well, I'm an optimistic guy. Uh, a lot but of people. Then you're not going to go I'm out in- anywhere. You're going to be. You're going to be living in your pot. Get out there. Get COVID. Get back to normal. This is my Biden. Get back to normal, Chris. This is my Joe Biden impression. <laughs> get COVID. Get COVID. Quarantine for a week. Get back to normal. Well, that's you're going to be fine. I, that's actually a good Joe. That's a. I like that Joe Biden. That's you're going to. You're going to be really. You're going to be okay. Yeah. You're going to be okay. What am I on an episode of Saturday Night Live? <laughs> Um, uh, did you know, uh, I didn't know about this. I'm reading, um, Mel Brooks, Hillary got me Mel Brooks's autobiography all about me. Uh-huh. Um, and, uh, you and I both, uh, have we, that in common. We have a, we have a mutual love for Mel Brooks. Yeah. And, uh, one of his first jobs ever, um, was back in the, uh, early fifties, late forties, early fifties. And it was, um, for a show called uh, The Show of Shows. Did yeah, you know about this show? Yeah, I've heard about The Show of Shows. Yeah, I'm, I've never seen it. I didn't know it. about it. What's yeah, it about? Yeah, it break, was, it, break it down it, for us. Well, it it starred Sid, Sid Caesar, uh-huh. and uh, it was a uh, it was like a precursor to uh, Saturday Night Live. It was a it was a Saturday night program. There was a guy that worked for one of the networks that said. Let's make a show that keep you know makes people want to stay home and uh, not go to the movies or go out. So the, it was a variety show. It was an hour and a half. Really? And it was like, uh, you know, they had opera and musical numbers. And then they had all these comedy sketches. So Mel was one of the writers. He was like in his 20s. And um, they were, because he was friends with Sid Caesar. He was writing for him. But I just thought it was interesting that... That show, I ne- I've never heard of that show, and I, you I, know SNL acts like they're this cutting edge program, but really, Lauren was just ripping off good old the show of shows because they were, they did it first. Nothing. Um, basically, my point is nothing's original. Nothing's original. Um, I, I love Mel Brooks, man. I, uh, I I I I met him once at a grocery store. Did I ever tell you this? No. I was at a I was at a grocery store, and um, which I, which one? I was at a Whole Foods. And okay. uh, Mel was in the Whole Foods, and he had a cart, and inside of the cart, there was a to-go container of meatballs, Swedish meatballs. Oh. And um, I was like, oh my God, it's Mel Brooks. And I, I just beelined it to him, and I said, Mel, I just, I have to say, I, my, you know, you worked with my dad, Spaceballs, he played, he, he obviously, you knew it right away. He's so sharp, yeah. so with it. Yeah. And um, he was so nice, and... He said to me, "Hey, man, I'm gonna keep an eye out for you. I haven't heard a thing." <laughs> <laughs> well, he's he's very old. He's 95. How yeah. how, what, how many years ago was this that you saw? This him? was, I think, maybe uh, six or seven years ago. So he must have been in his late 80s at that point. Wow. Yeah. He was out there. He was alone in Whole Foods. He was alone in Whole Foods. That's was just, amazing. That's well, it's pretty great. Well, you know, he's. Uh, I'm surprised you haven't met him before that. That was your first time you met him. I guess, yeah, I guess that was one of the the early times. This this cool thing. Um, I've been I've been doing a lot of research on my like dad's past and stuff, and and yeah. um, uh, there we I, I relinked up with uh, his driver, my dad's old driver, this guy Frankie. Oh yeah. And um, Frankie uh was my dad's driver for forever, and I'm hearing all these amazing stories and um. He was showing me all of these photos that Frankie had taken from all the movies that they'd worked on. And I'm telling you, this guy has 
all the best behind the scenes photos. He's got like all these unauthorized photos from space balls and like behind the scenes of the shoot and like everyone in character. It is like some really cool stuff. You know, if it was my place to share, I would, but it's not. This guy is sitting on some awesome content. Content, content, content. That's all we care about in this world, our content. Is he going to do anything with it or is it, is he going to make a book? I'm sure. I I don't know. I am sure, I'm sure, you know, uh, things are going to come about with that stuff and I hope it sees the light of day. And I, you know, I, I would really love for that to happen because some of that, that stuff is just so priceless. Um, you know, those movies were great, man. Are you doing the thing where you've been watching, uh, did you watch any new movies while you were sick? You, no, you were sick. You were just kind of laid out. Yeah, I didn't. We watched, I I watched Don't Look Up. I watched Don't Look Up. We talked about that. Oh yeah, we. I watched. Don't look up. I I watched that before I got sick. Uh, okay. With the COVID with the Omicron. Uh, don't look up was. Uh, let's just say you don't need to watch. They should change it to that. <laughs> don't need to watch. <laughs> you know why you don't need to watch? Because you got Leonardo DiCaprio. He's out there. He's a scientist, and he's discovered a meteor, and he's playing kind of like an environmentalist. You know, uh-huh. does anyone talk about the fact that Leo's got a giant yacht and he like contributes more to the carbon footprint than Joe Schmo over here watching Netflix? Don't look up, okay, Leo? You're a hypocrite. <laughs> on paper, got it down. Well, anyway. I don't. What if Leo was just on the? What if Leo was on the verge of working with you? He and he's listening to the podcast and he says, "Man, I love this Rick Darge guy." I uh, love this podcast. Oh, he's talking about my movie. And then he goes to the phone and then he hears that and he says. You know what? I'm going to call him anyways because I want to give him a piece of my mind. And then he That's calls fine. you. you know, and I then think... he, let me let me let's do the phone call right now. And, and I'm Leo, and I call you up. And, <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. Ring, ring, yeah. ring, 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 um, ring, ring. Hello, hello, uh, hello. Hey, uh, Rick Darge. Yeah, yeah. Who's this? This is Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh, uh, big fan, big fan. Not a big fan of the fact that you have a yacht and you seem like you're a little bit of a hypocrite when it comes to uh, polluting. But I'm a big fan of your work. I like some of your stuff. Oh, okay. Well, uh, I guess uh, you uh, coming on board to direct uh, Titanic 2 isn't happening. Click. And he just hangs up the phone on you. Yeah, you then I would be out, like... You missed out on an opportunity to direct the biggest sequel. Add some swelling music here, sorry. The biggest... Yeah, the biggest what? sequel of all time, Titanic 2. It's fucking epic. It's going to have Give Leo... Give us a synopsis of what Titanic 2 is about, please. Leo is a ghost, and um, he inhabits an apartment in Brooklyn. Um, and he's been a ghost there, and um, he uh, fancies himself as a, a shoeshine boy these days, and um, uh, Kate Winslet's uh, uh, great-great-granddaughter moves into the apartment, and, and she's going to uh, RISD. Does he fuck? Uh, Does he no, fuck it's not about that. No, you can't. Are you fucking? You know what? Pitch over. Over. That probably would be a Hollywood pitch, though. There, there'd be some exec in there going like, but do the ghost and uh, <laughs> do they fuck? Do they fuck? Because <laughs> everyone in Hollywood's a pervert. <laughs> no, they're not. You know what? You're in Hollywood. Are you a pervert? I don't, I don't are give you, a you shit. Know, guess what, Rick? You are Hollywood. I like okay? speaking the truth. I like speaking with my mind. You know, it's what you gotta do. And yeah, okay. So back to Don't Look Up. What did you think? <laughs> <laughs> Meh. I, I enjoyed it, but I, I was also kind of like same way. Like I. I actually like Leo maybe the best in the movie. It it, um, it just wasn't... Um, there were some themes to it that I thought worked really well. And then there were some things I just don't... I didn't I didn't care for that much. Um, yeah. I wish, I, it, went, I I wish did, it went sillier. 
Yeah, it, it needed to go one way or the other. It was, it was like, it was balancing that fine line of reality. And I think that, that was the intention, obviously. But um, yeah, I don't know. It just, you know, it left a, a, maybe that was the intention. I don't know. Um, Imagine if Mel Brooks directed Don't Look Up, you know, that's what I wanted. That's, the, well, that, yeah. What would that be? That, that would be more satirical. I think that there's a way to do I would have laughed. I would have laughed more. You, you, you would have laughed? Um, did you laugh at all during Don't Look Up? I did. Um, I laughed at... Uh, Interesting. Well, oh, I'm sorry. Are you analyzing my uh, humor, my comedic taste? Where, what did you laugh at? What part? <laughs> Spoiler alert. Uh, you know who actually I thought was really good in it was uh, Timothy Chalamet. I actually thought he played like a good kind of like... Oh, yeah, yeah. I thought right. he was really he, good. Because, you know, the thing is, is everyone's talking smack about Timothy Chalamet. And I'm going... Who's talking smack? He's a good uh, little boy. He's a good actor. See, you he's kinda, a good little French Canadian boy. See, you kind of just did a thing where you, you you belittled him by calling him a good little boy. I didn't boy. belittle him. He's, he's a boy. A, he's a solid actor. He's a professional. He's a I man. I like him. He's an adult. <laughs> he's a man. He's a man, baby. What about Austin okay, Powers? So Chris when are is they going to love with Timothy? There we go. We got that on. Paper. And people do that where they call him Timothy. I like Timothy Chalamet. How hard is it to say? You know. It's it's Timothée's is French Canadian. This is what you, you don't understand. You're I, from Canada. You should know this and respect. Is that your r- Lord <laughs> and Savior? <laughs> your Lord and Savior. God, I uh, we have is a lot Justin of, we have Trudeau. A, is he is he French Canadian? Um, Trudeau, or is I, he Cuban? Because his dad is. <laughs> no, he's not. You, you, he looks just like Castro. I mean, really. No, you he looks. He, he also looks just like his dad. His po- Wait, was his dad in politics too? Yes, his this dad was is, the this, prime this minister. This shows you how little I know about yeah. anything. <laughs> his dad was the prime minister of Canada, Pierre Trudeau. Uh, I like to call prime ministers prime prime rib. You know what? This is so insulting to my country, and I hope I'm not insulting your country. Your country is great. I didn't, I didn't insult anyone. You love no you love to insult people who have a prime minister. You like you like a president. <laughs> you like you like a dominant president force in your lifestyle. They should change the president to CEO. It should be CEO of America because America is a company. It really feels like that. It should be United States of America, LLC. Capitalism runs supreme everywhere, baby. That's all I got to say. What's going on with capitalism? Our next uh, sponsor. Is inflation. Oh, that that, that comes (laughs) to the next sponsor of our show. This is from. Inflation. Inflation. (laughs) Prices are high. Don't have enough money to pay for it? That's okay. You'll get a little more money later. Inflation. Um,. And, um, How is inflation infect, uh, affecting your life right now? Uh, it's it is. I I I uh, I didn't realize. What it have was, you noticed? I I definitely realize gas. I notice gas. Notice. Um, I notice supply chain stuff. You know, I notice. Um, I make T-shirts for some like skate shops and stuff, and a couple of them are having a really hard time getting a hold of things. And the price of shirts, like T-shirts, are going up. Like from our vendors I've worked with, they've gone up about fifty cents a shirt. Um, and so, um, you know, but see, I don't, I don't, I don't complain too much about it because like in the, uh, the world of clothing, like not the world of clothes that I sell, I sell shirts for like 20 bucks. Shirts are like 55 fucking dollars right now for a t-shirt. And let me tell you something. I see how they're made. Fifty. Wait, what do you mean fifty-five dollars? If you go to like, if you look to high fashion and you look at a t-shirt, it's expensive AF right now it's really pricey and it's kind of like i just think that like 
clothing and that stuff should be affordable. It should be in the ballpark, you know, um, as opposed to this like high end thing. Cause I've fallen victim to it. You spend more money than you have on a t-shirt or a hoodie. Usually we gotta get you... it. We got to get it together. You know, wait, why we gotta lower, lower the prices back down to get a nice $20 t-shirt. I like your Joe Biden. I think it's really good. I think you, uh, I think you got something. Listen, here. man, come on, man. We gotta lower the prices, man. We gotta lower the prices, man. Here, you want to hear my impression of Kamala? Uh, isn't it? Uh, ah! How is that? What? <laughs> I, it's the sound of a a raven. Uh huh. Um, what about your impression? There was a um. There was uh, the reason why I said ra- there's a uh, a guy on Instagram and he like remixes. Like all kinds of people, like he remixed like that pastor. Um, what was his name? The guy that was like gotta blow COVID away, blow, be gone. Remember that guy? That yeah, weird yeah. horse face looking. And he did one of Kamala, and he like remixed her laughing with like <laughs> eagles and ravens cawing, and it was, you know. Bet you fun. got. I bet you thought it was really funny. I thought it was funny. I I remembered it. <laughs> I did a callback on the podcast. Other people don't remember it because they didn't see the same videos you did. If but, you had a uh, button where you could just censor me at all times, how many times would you press it on this podcast? Countless, but, you know, it's like <laughs> your bed to sleep in. It's a nice bed. It's uh, organic is it, a, is it? Is it a nice bed? Is it a nice, nice bed or is it is it getting you sick? Hi, my name well, is Chris Candy it, and I'm the host of Bumper to Bumper. <laughs> And, uh, it did get me sick. I don't think I think I caught COVID uh, when I was on the plane. Um, I was Hillary and I went to Boston to see her family, and we were fine. Um, you know, we were testing when we landed in Boston to make sure we were safe, and then we got on the plane to go home, and all's all's well. You know, we're flying on JetBlue. Shout out to JetBlue. Shout out to JetBlue for following the CDC's guidelines and allowing uh, six stewardesses to come back and work on the plane. Because as we were exiting the plane, I overheard two stewardesses go, yeah, I'm just barely getting over the COVID. Yeah, it's it's still, and they were like casually talking about just getting over it. Oh, so you got it from them. I remember thinking, oh, this is fantastic. If they're talking about this, and that means half this plane probably has it. And then... uh, Probably. And then we got into an we got into an Uber, and I was thinking. I remember thinking as we were driving home in this Uber, I'm like, if I'm gonna get it from anyone, it's gonna be this Uber driver. And I say that because his car was filthy. Most Ubers in LA have like a plastic guard that like separates, you know, the back seat from the front seat. This guy didn't have that. The windows were rolled up. The car smelled like shit. And I was like, I, I'm getting it from him. Well, the poor guy, so the somebody. poor guy's driving a billion people around all the time. You know, he's picking your butt up from the. Well, airport. that's what I was thinking. I was thinking if this guy is sick right now, there's no way he's gonna. He needs to make money because this is the capitalist system we live in, and everyone needs to pay rent, and it sucks. And yeah, don't feel bad. It's for terrible. That. That. No, don't 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 make fun of that guy's car. He's, he's, he's I'm not making fun. Of, no, his no, his car fucking. You don't weren't in his car. It was disgusting, Chris. It was like I want to get out of this car as soon as I got in. It was not okay. This guy did not care about customer service or making the the customer feel okay. I've been in plenty of Ubers, and there is a, a certain level of like you know where you feel like you're getting into kind of a taxi, and they're they respect their job. And then there are some Uber drivers where I literally feel like some str- I, I'm hitchhiking. I might as well be hitchhiking, and someone's picking me up. And that's a fact, Jack. 
<laughs> you you come on, you've been in a bad Uber. You've you've of not course. been in a bad Uber. No, of where course. you're like, of course, you see like uh, baby bottles in the back seat and like a used baby diaper. bottle. Well, yeah, well, you know, the guy's uh, got a family to feed and uh, he's out there driving. Yeah, us or you, I get it, but you can stop. You know, clean out your car beforehand. Hey, hey, There's buddy, a certain hey, level buddy, of respect. Hey, buddy, uh, you know, no, do me a favor. Gross. I'm taking That's... a. I'm, I need a ride from the airport. Could you mind uh, putting your busy lifestyle on hold and cleaning the back of your car? It doesn't. Yeah, work that way. I mean it. That's your job. I, I have no sympathy for that. And you know what else is fucked up about Uber? I can't leave a bad review because guess what? This guy knows where I live, so I can't be honest and say one star. This car See, uh, made I, me uncomfortable. It stunk. I'm not allowed to do that. So no one leaves bad reviews anymore because guess what? yeah, guess we're why? afraid. Get, it's not because we're afraid. This is see, this is where I have this like I, difference. No, I'm of, telling you, that's I was afraid. People do not remember. People do not remember the time when you had to get off an airplane and take a cab. All right, and that was like a whole other thing. And nowadays we can just push a button. There's so many things where we just push the button and the thing comes. And now we have these more things to get frustrated about. Oh, my order wasn't right, or uh, this or that, <clears throat> and the other thing. And it's like, yo. We are, like, it is so fucking easy for us now. It is so easy. Life is easier. It's like, so there's a few things that are a little rough. So you got a smelly car in the back. But guess what? You're getting back home, okay? You're getting With COVID. With COVID. I was thinking about it, too, at the airplane. Where we've just <laughs> With COVID. Become, we've become so, like, lazy for, like, like even an airplane. Like, you know, I get, I get it. Airplanes used to be way more easier to fly on. But think about it, man. That plane is taken off. And it is taking you from L.A. to Boston in like five hours. Man, that is cool. But no, you've got to complain about it. Oh, no, it's not like they it used come to and be. They, they check hey. your butthole when you go through the security line. They're looking. They're making you take off your belt and your shoes because one guy tried to get a shoe bomb on, and now we got to keep taking our shoes off. It's ridiculous. No, I'm gonna just tell uh, you, air, you, you airlines suck. You wouldn't have survived in the olden days. That's all I gotta say. I would have adapted in the olden days. Oh, really? I don't know anything about the olden days. Dude, I know. What is the olden days? You're starting to sound like Trump. Make let's, make America great again. Let's. No, I'm not saying we need to go back to it. I'm just. I'm not saying. I'm definitely not saying that. I'm saying. I mean, none I'm of saying, us would have survived the olden say, days. Life expectancy play, was 30 cue, years old. Cue, cue like lazy country music. You're a gold miner and you're mining for gold, and um, all of a sudden, out of nowhere. Uh, your TNT that you use to blow uh, a, uh, some of the rocks out of the side of the mountain explodes a little too early and it falls on your leg and you're screaming, scream for me. Ah, yeah, and, my and, leg. Yeah, and, and and you're sitting there and, and what you do is you reach into your pocket and you pull out your photo, your lovely wife, Beth Ann, who's living back in Missouri. And you look at Beth Ann and you say, baby, I did this for baby, you and I, I love you. you. And I love you. And then you die. That's what would happen. But no, yeah, now we sweet now, release. Now we complain that we got to go through a security system to make sure that someone's not smuggling a bomb hey, onto an what? airplane. I what? can fucking exp- I can I can complain whatever I want to complain about. That's my. That's you and I both know. Comedy comes from complaining. If we if we couldn't bitch and talk shit, then we I know, would be. I'm just, I don't I, know what we what would we be? We'd be little priests. I just, We'd be priests in a sex scandal. Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to the podcast, everybody. I hope everyone's had a great 2022. Did you 20- make any resolutions? Um, I made uh, resolutions. Uh, no, I didn't really. I didn't make any. I'm still working on it. 
Um, I, you know, I had a good last 2021 and a lot happened. Uh, I worked a good amount, which I was happy about. I think I just want to keep moving forward with the work, you know, um, and, uh, yeah. get that, uh, you're going to have to, because inflation, you're going to be spending a lot more at that pump and a lot more when you're buying those $50 t-shirts, you know, it just, it's like people complain about the gas being too high, but then they also complain about having to buy an electric car. I don't know. When are people, people have been complaining since the beginning of time. I know, because but I'm over it. Whoever I'm, created this universe was like, you know what? I'm going to fuck with them all, okay? I'm going <laughs> to give them bodies that they got to take care of that are going to decay. They're going to have to shit every day and eat, and they're going to have to wonder where their next meal's coming from. Like, come on. It's like this is a rough place, you know? Let people complain. Like, that's what, it feels great. Doesn't it feel good to talk a little shit? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I, I miss doing the podcast, I have to say. I miss doing the podcast. Yeah, we'll do it in, uh, we'll do it in we'll, person. I'll bring out week. my, out, I'll bring my outbreak suit and I'll put it on and we can do the pod. You don't need to bring anything. I haven't had any symptoms for a week. You're just being safe now. Yeah, you know, I, but well, let me no. tell you something. I want you to get it. I want you to get it, not no, to see I, you suffer. Hey, I, I want you to get it so it's at, you can't get it again. It's gone, man. Hey, listen, I what? want you to get it during the slow season of Hollywood because I want you to book jobs, okay? I don't want it at all. You come over and you get it. Just, you, you know, I care about you. <laughs> Thanks, everyone, for listening to the podcast today. Oh, it's been a great podcast. Thank you guys so much. Uh, wait, I got to cue the music that you can't hear because you're not here. I can kind of hear uh, it, it's, yeah. Can you? I, no, it's not even playing. What are you talking about? I heard it when it started, the show. What? Huh? Oh, wait. I just played it the second time. Oh, shit. Hold on. I got to do it. <laughs> Hold on. I'm a little, there we go. Now, now I cued it. Now it's coming back. Anyway, Chris, any Rick, last words? I'll see you next week, buddy. Next week, welcome back to the podcast. Welcome back. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.